Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode. I am Jewel Williams, your host, and you are listening to All Things Logistics. So let's get into this. We're talking about EPA's new ruling that came out. I'm sure some of you truck drivers have seen this. Many of you have been following this story because it's not new. It's been going on for a few years now. California is wanting to reduce the amount of pollution that they have within their environment. You can't blame them. Not a, <laughs> Who wants to be walking around with pollution? So I want to play this video for you. And this is from the recent House and uh, a, the committee that spoke with Pete Buttigieg. So let's take a look. Like to ask of you um, here to help us um, figure out maybe there's a pilot program out there that we can work through um, where we can get technical assistance to deal um, with some of the um, issues related to the freight uh, corridor that I represent. While the Port of LA and Long Beach are extremely important, and I would like to uh, just remind you that 40% of all containerized imports come through the Port of LA and Long Beach, and 30% of all exports go through those two same ports. Um, the bulk. So, of yeah. The freight Right there, Norma Torres is who you're looking at. She's the representative of the California district, and she's basically got a lot of truck freight going through there. But I wanted to start use that clip to start off this conversation because what she's talking about here with Put, um, Pete Buttigieg is that the trucking corridor that she controls has got a lot of pollutions. And that'll help you get some context as to what's going on. So... The EPA is on a mission to phase out diesel freight trucks. And owner operators, fleet operators of all sizes, it's gonna definitely impact your business. Your business model is going to change or at least cost you some money to transition from the truck that you're using now. If you're definitely using an older model, um, that's, I, I would, I think, anything 2000 is up to 2010 ish which I, I doubt if many of you have those but if you do you're going to be definitely needing to take those uh, vehicles off the road or look at getting them converted so I want to talk to you about a couple articles on how we got to this place and then I want to talk to you about a couple of grant programs that I found that may be able to help you as you transition from and, and, and as they phase out this program overall so let's jump over here and let's take a look at some of these particular articles and this first one epa approves the rules phasing out truck truck excuse me diesel trucks and that came out uh, on the 31st and the article addresses how it is just clogging the ports of San Francisco or San, uh, Sacramento, California, and the Biden administration is supporting the fact that they want to speed this up. The original plan, from according to my notes, the original plan was to have this phased out by 2040, and they've actually moved this up and even 
as of next year, 2024, the, uh, California is going to start saying if you don't have, if your truck is not burning or using some type of clean alternative fuel, you're going you're gonna to have some issues. And I want to draw your attention for a minute because this did not just happen overnight. This has been building up for quite some time. So a few articles that I found on this situation, this one right here dates back to December 9th, 2021. California adopts tough standards for trucks, lawn equipment. I don't know why they had that in there, but the, the article basically breaks down that uh, the state regulators on Thursday voted to crack down on heavy truck duty trucks weighing more than 14,000 pounds. Those big semi-trailers that make up just 3% of all vehicles in California, but spend so much time on the road, they account for more than half of the air pollution or all pollution from cars and trucks each year. Then this other article I came across, this one uh, came out also um, in the Associated Press, and this one was supported by the American Lung Association, which spoke about how they could save 66,000 lives. Um, let me just switch over here. I don't know why my, there we go. I'm sitting here telling you and didn't even switch over. But anyway, this particular article talks about how the reports are going to, uh, or, or the transition uh, from the zero emissions will save 66,000 lives. And a lot of this data has been backed up by the um, American Lung Association and many reports, you know, coming out basically supporting that it's important that we eliminate all of that. And then in December 2022, EPA tightened nitric oxide limits for new heavy trucks. Another report that came out. And this one was basically in Detroit. What I found interesting with all of these is that it didn't, all the states basically jumped on board with California and it didn't start overnight. So I want to talk about this PDF file that uh, I got. But before I go forward, I want to ask you if you're getting value out of this information. If you find it useful, go ahead and hit the subscribe button like turn on your notification bell or share this video with somebody that you think can benefit from what I'm talking about. And I'm not just telling you all of this just to kind of fill the information. I actually want to bring you some alternative solutions to help you as your business gets closer to that deadline where you're going to need to transition your vehicle over to cleaner air. And there are some programs out there that are going to be coming down the pipeline or some ports are already doing these programs and we're going to talk about that later so that you guys can get some uh help as you transition your businesses to this new cleaner air and so forth so there is a there was an article i found and this right here shows that several states got together and sent a letter 
to EPA asking them to basically allow them to jump ahead and start implementing EPA rule of the net zero plan, net zero uh, emissions. And they are, of course, the state of California. Also on here is Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii, Illinois, Maryland, Minnesota, New Jersey, New York, Oregon, Rhode Island, Vermont, Washington, Wisconsin, the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, the District of Columbia, and the city of New York. All of those companies got together and wrote this article. Let me see if I can uh, increase this a little bit so that you can maybe see it a little bit better. I don't know if I can, but I'm going to do my best. Let's see. Um, there you go. So that right there can kind of show you all the states that uh, signed this. And this came out August 2nd, 2022. So it's not that long ago. And basically in this docket, these states got together. Um, and I believe you scroll down that it was their uh, attorney generals that all got together and pleaded their case as to why it was important that they go forward and allow the uh, introduction of net zero emissions and not wait until 20, I think it's 2027. Now, I don't know how fast they're gonna go because a lot of this is gonna depend on the manufacturers. It's gonna depend on what vehicles are available in the area. There's a lot of moving parts that are going to impact whether or not this particular plan kicks off and how fast it kicks off. So uh, going back to the meeting that was today, I wanna share with you the rest of the video that representative uh, Norma, Norma Torres spoke about. Corridor. Um, we have one international airport where UPS has its second largest um, hub. Um, we have three smaller uh, executive airports, for lack of a better word. Um, and we have three major freeways that where trucks, um, you know, compete and dominate on most days. Um, I would like to ask of you um, here to help us um, figure out, maybe there's a pilot program out there that we can work through um, where we can get technical assistance to deal um, with some of the um, issues related to the freight uh, corridor that I represent. While the Port of LA and Long Beach are extremely important, and I would like to uh, just remind you that 40% of all containerized imports come through the Port of LA and Long Beach, and 30% of all exports go through those two same ports. We have experienced the worst air pollution. Um, we continue to experience that even through the COVID um, uh, period where our commuters were grounded um, working from home. Um, we still had the worst air pollution in California was centered in, in, that, in my district. We had 177 ozone days. Um, so we really need help to figure out how do we um, 
We're not looking to shut down any port. We're not looking to shut down commerce. We are looking for assistance and some relief. So she did, she did a very good plea to the secretary, um, Pete Buttigieg, who is in charge of the Department of Transportation. And this was their uh, committee meeting where they were basically asking him to ensure that the funding is available for them as they go through this transition to go from uh, highly polluted areas to the net zero areas. And so uh, as I was looking for solutions to identify what can I help you do or at least make you aware of so that you truck drivers, small business owners, whether you are managing one truck or you're managing a full fleet, you're probably going to want to start planning on how you're going to transition and get yourself ready doing your research and looking into your options. So what I found was an article and it talks about the alternative fuels that are coming about for class eight vehicles. And they talk about that the class eight vehicles are beginning to transition to alternative fuel options, including electrification, CNG, which is compressed natural gas, RNG, which is renewable natural gas, and hydrogen fuel cells. Now, many uh, companies such as your your Mac uh, trucks, your um, Freightliners, Cummins engines, uh, I believe that they're going to be jumping on board with this. Now, the reason why I say I believe is because I could not find anyone that specifically stated they were making the transition or they were building the engines. It could be for, you know, protection of, of so forth. But as I go forward and paying attention to a lot of these companies that are publicly traded, I'll be listening for the information so I can share that with you guys as I monitor their stocks. So, as I said, um, there's programs out there right now that I was able to find that some of the ports are doing because they've gotten some funding. And what they're doing is if you're draining from the port to the rail, then this will benefit you. Now, a lot of companies have decided, and I, I reported on this at the JB Hunt, and I'll put this up right here the J.B. Hunt video that I did that talks about how J.B. Hunt is putting a lot of their highway freight onto the rail for the purpose of cutting down emissions. That Many companies, many uh, transportation logistics companies who own equipment have taken the pledge to reduce carbon in the environment. And so they've come up with plans to do that. And a lot of them are using rail. And I believe that's probably why the rail is having such a hard time right now. There's been a lot of derailments, but we'll get into that another day. So let's get into this EPA plan. So EPA is the Environmental Protection Agency. And they are on this plan accelerating a clean transportation future where they're going to cut down emissions. They want net zero carbon, the whole nine yards. So 
they came out with a grant called DERA, DERA, Grants Awarded to Port Projects. This was going on between 2008 and 2020. Now, I went to the Savannah Port um, Logistics Summit a couple months ago, and they spoke about this grant. And so if you live in Georgia or if you're draining um, from Georgia, there's some monies available to get your truck transitioned from what it is now to a cleaner burning truck. But there are some there are some things you got to meet. They're just not giving it to everybody, but there are some things you will have to meet. So one of the things that they talked about is to meet this uh, grant opportunity, you have to visit the port a hundred or more times. And so with that visit, you would qualify into the program that would allow you to uh, become eligible to get your truck um, serviced so that it can transition. I'm going to increase this a little bit so you guys can see this. So what they're saying is the drayage truck fleets are frequently identified a source of diesel emissions in and out of and around ports. Drayage trucks are often older trucks that are no longer used for long hauls. They typically produce substantially more diesel emissions. The GPA received a Diesel Emissions Reduction Act grant in 2013 to replace 30 older drayage trucks with um, with 2011 or newer trucks to be eligible for replacement the truck must have visited the terminal at least 150 times a year so like i said you if if you're draining from the port check with the port that you're draining with and ask them about these grants ask them how you can qualify for these grants if you're not draining from the port and you are owner operator Start looking around for these types of grants or keeping your eyes open from these types of grants. Great plug right now for me to let you know that you can hit the subscribe button, turn on the notification bell so that you will be alerted when I get new videos because I'm going to be bringing this type of information to you so that you can be prepared and prepare your business for these changes. So I want to just bring all this stuff out so that you guys can understand what's happening, how you can plan your business, how to think forward on your business. And if you want to leave a comment, I'd love to hear your feedback. Um, if you've got a grant like this already, maybe you've already transitioned, I would love to get your feedback. I'd even bring you on the show so we can talk about how that's helped your business improve in emissions to see if you've gotten any value and benefits from this transition. If you're in a pilot program, I'd love to hear from you as well. If you've gotten success and you're ready as you we move into this net zero environment, it is happening, folks. Don't think it's going to just die away. They're determined to get our planet to where we're not destroying it and, and we can all breathe and live better, healthier lives. So I hope this information was helpful to you and I will catch you on the next video. Have an awesome day.